Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most, when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome back to Behind the Lines Week 15 Scores and Odds presented by Rudder Grinders. As usual, you got Ryan Reed, returning champion at DudeBanPot on the Twitter I'm at DFS underscore Almanac. Uh, right. Give me a give tout the, the season long record. I know last week we uh you, you just got we just skated by with a with a winning week and the entire season, it's even more impressive. Yeah, last week was a little bit rough, but uh, we came out with the last victory thanks to the New England Patriots there on the road in Arizona, finishing the week at six and five. That brings the total up to 118, 82 and six. Still clipping along at 59%, plenty of profit in the bag. Let's get out the door without losing it back to the books. That is the plan right now. Make par for the rest of these weeks. Hopefully make a little bit of money, but let's not give it back in one week where we have like a real dud. Yeah, if I'm just joining the show for the first time, I'm a first-time viewer. I don't want – I mean, par is, I guess, better than losing, but I want a little better. Let's, still, let's get a, let's get a, a birdie. Let's make, make a birdie. Is that possible? Well, the birdies will come. Just want to make sure we're, we're – we're, it'll happen, Dean. It happens. I mean, look at the record. It's happening. Probably the most important game last week. I know you went six and five, but most importantly, uh, I won our show bet. Uh, the Lions, we talked about that goofy line uh, being uh, somewhat goofy, I suppose, but it, it was justified. They had the W at home against the overrated Vikings, and they have, they're they in another weird line game, which we'll talk about. Uh, I'm curious your take as far as the Jets game, because I might, spoiler alert, I might be turning on the Lions this week. E2 Brute. Uh, they're just they're brutal on the road. But all right, 
16 games. Let's get on with it. The very first game, Thursday night, San Francisco in Seattle. San Fran minus three and a half Seattle um, at home. 43 and a half is the total there. Uh, that line looks like it's moved a good bit. It started as a San Fran, a one and a half point favorite. Now you get the hook too, not just three, but San Fran minus three and a half at Seattle. What do you got? This one's moving quick, Dean. I literally just played the minus three at minus 115 an hour and a half ago. Um, I do want San Francisco up to the minus three. San Francisco's five and one in the last six against the spread. I understand we got the quarterback swap, but the team is just good. This is another Thursday night game. I'm just going to take the team that has the the better offense, like running backs. They've got a three-headed monster over there now that we can just include Debo Samuel as a running back on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I think they're going to have enough here to to go ahead and beat the Seahawks, even in the Seahawks' house. What do you think, Dean? Well, you mentioned Debo. I don't think Debo's playing, is he? Is Debo out tonight? I believe he's not going to play. Um, yeah, he's, he's not expected to play this evening. He's not really going to get that many carries either. I was just throwing him in there. I'll take the under on like one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got, yeah. do, you got any, uh, do you have any problems with San Francisco minus three in this one? I mean, as general rule, I don't like to play you know road dogs on a short week, but the Seattle team is pretty bad. They're getting Walker back and, you know, good for them. And they were putrid last week as far as running the ball. You know, they, they, they announced Tony Jones. I don't know who announced it. One of the beat writers announced he would be the starting running back. I don't think he got a snap. Uh, and then it was Travis Homer, who's more like a third down guy. And they were just forced to pass. And Geno didn't look good. It was a rough game for them. But defensively, I just think San Fran, doesn't matter who's getting the ball. CMC is going to get the ball a lot. They're going to run on him a good bit. And Purdy seems like – I'm not going to pretend I have a scouting report on – Brock Purdy, but he seems serviceable. He plays the part. He's fine, and he's got good pieces around him. So, yeah, I'm okay with San Fran minus three. I don't love the game for what it's worth. Yeah, that's fair. Um, While we're talking about this game real quick, I did use Parlay IQ, and there's a nice little uh, FanDuel promo going. If you uh, make a four-leg Parlay plus 400, you can get up to 250 back if one leg loses. So if anybody wants to roll that one with me, I'm going to take CMC over 70 rushing yards, CMC for one touchdown, Kenneth Walker over 48 and a half rushing yards, and a game total over 37 and a half. It's plus 451. We're going to ride that one. Have some fun. Do we know if Parlay IQ is still free currently, or is it yet to be a premium member for scores and odds? I know it was free for a period. I can't speak to if it's free currently. Do you know? I believe it is a, a premium tool at this point, but okay. it is a wonderful tool at that. We had to wet the beak and get people excited and then get them, you know, oh, wait, now this is going away. All right, I'll spring for it. I'll pay for it. Uh, it's definitely a useful tool. All right. Uh, Colts. Colts at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota at home in the Dome. 47 and a half. One of the bigger totals on the board this week. Uh, this is a Saturday game, by the way. Everybody plays this week. No buys. There are three games on Saturday. This is the first of three on Saturday. Minnesota minus four and a half versus Indianapolis. I believe Minnesota basically – is can kind of walk into winning their division for what it's worth. But uh, curious what your take is as far as Indy at Minnesota. The only way they could lose the division is if they lose out or Detroit wins out. I think, I think both of those might actually have to take place in order for them to switch positions because Detroit would have a tiebreaker after that awful showing last week where I lost a bet to Dean and now I have to watch <laughs> Boogie, Boogie Nights this week. That's so, not a punishment. Uh, <laughs> well, that'll be too deep. That's to be determined. We'll find out. Um, either way, 
I I don't want to take the Vikings at home minus four. I don't want to take the Colts on the road. I, I just kind of want to skip this game for right now. I don't see anything that I love. Maybe I would work my way into an over under later, but that was the only thing I thought might be interesting in this one. We got a lot of games this week. Can we just pass? Yeah, it is weird though. Just like I, I we got to move on, but it's just does Minnesota think that way? Like some sometimes coaches are like, look, we don't we have to pretend like all this stuff matters and stay focused and yada yada. Or are they like, let's just sort of cruise these last four games because they're going to win the division basically no matter what. That, that's an interest. I don't know what the, the angle on that is, but – and you, the players know this too, right? Like I, I'm yeah. just curious how it's going to affect things, if it does at all. Um, and then some, some coaches will, you know, bench everybody week 18 when things are already clinched. They've essentially clinched everything kind of, sort of, somewhat. Not officially, but yeah. But just worth monitoring because they're four okay. games ahead of uh, Detroit. Go ahead. They're the least trustworthy 10 and three team I've ever seen. Like as far as the season goes, <laughs> I mean, so we're just going to, we're going to save our, our units for the other games and we'll move on and make some money somewhere else. If they had a little bit more incentive, I think I'd feel much better about the four and a half, but because the Colts are, they want to, they want to hit the SIM button as well, as far as this season, but let's move on. Uh, Baltimore and Cleveland, uh, Cleveland at home is minus two and a half versus the Ravens. 38 and a half uh, is the total points or a premium. Lamar was just ruled out, and Tyler Huntley, uh, he had that concussion. He's not on the injury report, so I presume it's going to be Huntley drawing the start for Baltimore. Yeah, I didn't see a report where they had announced the starting quarterback before the show, but I did see that Huntley cleared protocol, and there was just no words really about Lamar. When did he get ruled out? Was that just a little bit ago? Yeah, an hour ago he was ruled out. All right, so I missed that one. Um, That makes me like what I was thinking in this game even more. under man yeah I, w- I was really looking at the under here uh let's Deshaun hasn't been great since he came back we're seeing the rust the team itself it's they're gonna go up against the Ravens I think the defense is gonna be enough to go ahead and slow it down I don't expect a big explosion out of them this could just be a running game back and forth to be honest and that would chew up a lot of clock and hopefully slow down the possessions overall um I'll take I'll take the under 38 and a half, but I also have a side note here that I kind of want to go under 43 and a half and Baltimore plus seven and a half. If we want to do a teaser on this one. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to rely a lot of American dollars on either of these teams right now or either of these quarterbacks. And this game's a big old mess. By the way, just to your point, I pulled up uh, Derek Cardi. Shout out Derek Cardi in the Blitz. Uh, every single game is listed here, 16 games this week. As far as game plays, game level factors based upon pace, as you're talking about, uh, these teams running the ball a ton, they are going to have projected to have the second fewest plays amongst all the games this weekend, 122.9, while Green Bay and the Rams, uh, the least for what it's worth. Green Bay, they are playing really slow, and you never, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he will not snap the ball unless the clock's at one, if you ever watch the Packers. Um, So, yeah, yeah. that, I think that, that helps as far as the, the case for betting the under in this game. Anything else as far as Ravens or Brett? We're done. We're moving on. Uh, That's Dolphins. it. So this is a tricky one, right? Dolphins up there in Buffalo. Dolphins traveling all over the world. Carmen, San Diego, they're out there on the West Coast for a couple of games. Now they're up uh, in the Northeast in Buffalo. And uh, shout out to Chief Meteorologist Kevin Roth. Uh, winter Storm Watch. He's got it currently at Orange, if you know his color system. Orange is something to be concerned with. Heavy snow is the anticipation, uh, and the line certainly speaks to that as well. 
Uh, wind is typically the biggest issue when it comes to like scoring points, but 43 and a half for Buffalo and, and Miami. If this game was being played in Miami, there's no way the line would be down that low. Uh, Miami is getting seven points. 43 and a half is a total, and Miami's getting seven. How do we feel about the Dolphins? They're going to be cold. They're going to lose this game. Buffalo's going to win. I do want the under. Uh, I'll take the snowball here. We're going to go under 44 and a half. Uh, Buffalo might win by seven is what it is. I'm just going to avoid that spread. The Dolphins are not good on the road. They don't cover on the road. They haven't been covering in Buffalo. That's probably due to some weather, some quarterbacks, if you look through the history. Um, the Dolphins have been decent, but yeah, I'm not going to trust them in Buffalo in the snow. It's just not happening. This is the same thing when, when the other teams go to Florida in, in September and they get burnt out in the fourth quarter. Well, the other part of it is that Miami's got that illegal dome where they basically uh, they put themselves in the shade and the opponents in the heat, which is brilliant. Um yeah, uh, by the way, you got 44 and a half. I'm seeing 43 and a half. Did you get this earlier today and it's since dropped, or is there a line I'm not seeing? Refreshing. Maybe. I mean, if it moved that, it was literally just 44 when I opened up. Yeah, I see a 44 and a half here on points bet and 44 across the board pretty much. Okay, well, all right, fair enough. I'm seeing 43 and a half, but I guess I got to shop around, I suppose. Shop around when, when, you're, uh, when, you're, when you're betting, especially if you want the under and you can get yourself an extra point. Um, moving on, yes? Yes, sir. Atlanta. Atlanta, uh, quarterback change there. Ritter's now the quarterback uh, looking going forward. I suppose they still have a chance because that division is so horrific to make the playoffs. They're getting four and a half points in the Dome, in New Orleans, in the Superdome. 43 and a half is the total. Uh, you know, Dalton versus Ritter. You got to lay four and a half if you, if you like the Saints. Where are you at? This is an under game for me. Uh, the Saints have a good defense. The Falcons switch their quarterbacks. We talked – the only – Week that the Falcons actually did good was the one week that we spoke bad about Mariota, and then he shoved it in our faces. Um, but they're both five and one to the under in their last six games. I, I really like. I've been riding in Saints under almost weekly, so I'm just jumping right back on that. I see 144 left on the board over here at WinBet. Uh, noted that is the best line that I was able to find before the show. Also, so that is what I played under 44. All right. So Detroit. I kind of teased this one earlier. Detroit is in new york uh they're getting wait is this moved wait um weren't they favored a couple days ago or yesterday is that since changed i think it has changed because the Detroit- it, it's 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 bouncing back and forth on the zero right now i've seen everything from a pick em to a minus one to a plus one over the last couple of hours okay yeah what i'm seeing or i saw yesterday and, it, and uh, they were like laying a point in uh new york now they're getting a point and a half when I'm seeing. But, again, you can shop around and probably get different stuff. And they've been, you know, if you care about home road splits and also the dome matters too, this Detroit team in, in New York. And the home road splits up really dramatically. Just they're bad on the road. Uh, it's, you know, if they're Cinderella, it's it's a little bit after midnight when they're playing on the road. Uh, the Jets, good defensive team as well. 44 and a half is a total. White expected to be the quarterback. I believe that was just announced with his ribs. He's still going to be good to go. He's going to tough it out. Um, he's looked good so far in a small sample, or at least competent. Uh, Lions, Jets, your lean is what? I don't want to bet on this game either. Um, New York Jets, five and two to the under in their last seven. How is, how is Detroit so heavy on this uh, home road split? Do you have any numbers on that? Because I have it noted that they're 6-0-1 oh, against the spread in their last seven, and then that's a cumulative of like 29-1, and 20-9-1 push uh, ATS in their last 30. Okay. Well, I don't have it like specifically like a, a, a data point I can point to, but I just know like from playing 
from playing daily fantasy all year long. Like, like okay. we can just, they've been they've there's the points scored at home versus points scored in the road has been kind of a, been pretty dramatic. Just kind of I think. It's, oh, that that makes sense. I guess that's kind of what I was going at. So that's different as far as uh, I guess as far as like against the spread that doesn't necessarily correlate. Uh, at New England, they got shut out. At Dallas, they put up six points. Um, they did put up 31 against Chicago and 31 versus the Giants. Maybe that's changed a little bit. And maybe that opponent matters too. Uh, maybe I'm being – I'm probably hyping that one up too much, to be, to be fair. I haven't dug that one, dug into that one uh, a ton. But at home, they've been better, though. But, again, and that makes sense just because they're playing in a dome and there's no elements. But, um, yeah, forget – I shouldn't stress that too much. Uh, good thing you called me on that. But the rest they're, they're eleven and four to the over in their last fifteen. Jets are five and two to the under in the last seven. I mean, there's just everything's going against each other. We don't have a I don't really know what's gonna happen, and I don't trust Detroit. Like I you said the other week, they have a puncher's chance in basically every game, and that could really go either way. And they still theoretically have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um which would be great because I have some Detroit futures just because they were so such long shots. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, I'm just curious. I'm pulling up a uh, 538. What is their chances of actually making the playoffs? Uh, 20% chance, according to 538. Okay. So that's better than I thought it was, to be honest. What are the chances that Carolina wins the division? I actually had that at like 24 to 1. Oh, man. Carolina, not, uh, let's see. Chances Carolina wins the division. Huh. Uh, okay. So 31% chance to make the playoffs, 30% chance to win the division. I'd say the twenty-four to one's looking pretty good now. Yeah, I mean, if you trust the five thirty-eight number, that's that's pretty solid. Um, oh, it definitely got close down there, as all those teams have been underperforming. Who's uh, let's see? Oh, because yeah, they got to surpass Tampa. That's right, Tampa six and seven leading the division. Uh, yeah, Carolina had a big win. They beat Seattle last week, right? In Seattle, I think that was the big victory for them. Yep. For them. All right. Well, good for your futures, man. Uh, and you'll, so, you're not, you're not going to hedge, are you? No, no, not at all. At least not at this point. And maybe I would sell it, but I think there's a chance they could still win it. So I'll just let it ride. It's not, they're, they're not very big when they're 25 to one. So Chiefs at the Texans scheduled blowouts. Kansas City on the road is a 14 point favorite, which is just that's, you don't see that very often. Uh, 49 and a half is the total. You know, Kansas City, the, theoretically, they should wallop uh, the, the Texans. The Texans showed up last week versus Dallas. Give them credit. Or maybe Dallas wasn't very good and they're looking ahead. Who knows? But yeah. What do you have as far as KC in Houston? I think it's very funny that Texas showed up against Dallas last week. And, and I think you could almost tell that was going to happen when you saw a money line of minus 2,500 and like an 11 to one to come back on Houston. Yeah. That game was going to be close just to make everybody sweat. Um I don't want to take Houston as a home plus 14, even though I'm, Thinking about it pretty pretty hard right now. Uh, the, my favorite bet in this one was going to be the under 49 and a half. Uh, let's see. These teams both have been hitting the under lately. We've got the Chiefs 9 and 5 in the last 14 to the under. And the Texans have been 4 to 1. And that's, I think the, the 1 is because they scored some points against Dallas. And Dallas puts up a ridiculous amount of points. So the Chiefs, eh, what do we got? 30 to 13? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Houston, apparently they're going to keep that. that two, I, I hate saying two-headed monster because two-headed monster implies like both heads are really good. But I guess that they're going to have the two-headed monster of Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll kind of swapping in and out of quarterback. I think that's the plan again going forward. Um, yeah. 
I mean, it's just interesting, if nothing else. But when? what's the point? But uh, all right, at least they're trying something, I suppose. Uh, Philadelphia and Chicago. Philadelphia is giving up nine points on the road versus the Bears. 48.5 is the total. Do we have a lean here? Yeah, take the over 48 like now. Um, so these, the Eagles have been scoring points. Uh, we're going to have fields running for his life or at least trying to score. They're not going to give up. The bears are not, I mean, they're going to play. Uh, they're not going to roll over for the Eagles. They'll try and show some pride at home. The Eagles have just been really dominating lately. It's seven and zero to the over in the last seven for Chicago and seven and one to the over in the last eight for the Eagles. I'm just going to keep riding this train and take that over 48 now. I saw some stuff uh, before we jumped in the show on Twitter talking about Philadelphia, like one of their weaknesses, few weaknesses, but uh, they were vulnerable against the run, and they appear to have shorn that up the last couple games as well. So good luck. Good luck to the Bears to try to figure it out. But you're right. They're going to – Bears are going to try. You know, uh, Montgomery, for whatever his work, did not practice on Thursday uh, with an illness. Uh, you know, just kind of monitor that. I assume he'll be fine when Sunday comes around, but that could change um pittsburgh pittsburgh's in your carolina panthers at the panthers panthers are favored by two and a half points uh, again points at a premium 37 and a half here as far as the total in this game are you just gonna like ride the panthers pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely but when it comes to a great shave you don't have to shell out tons of cash harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. No. I mean, I, could they win against the Steelers? Sure. Uh, I'd rather just take an under here. I've been taking an under in the Steelers games pretty much every week, and I'm not going to change that now. Carolina's 5-1 and one to the under in their last six at home. Pittsburgh's 10-5 and five to the under in their last 15 games. We're going to see the same things. Uh, do you trust the Carolina Panthers after watching them throw up some points last week in Seattle? I mean, it was just kind of a one-off. I don't know that I want to write trust? home and say no. that that's going to be their production on a weekly basis at this point. The Carolina Panthers don't have to be faster than the Bear. They're going to be faster than the slowest person running away from the Bear. And that might be the yeah. Steelers. The Steelers are bad, too. So it's like they don't have to be Agreed. great. They just got to be a little bit better than the Steelers. Um, we're not sure about their quarterback situation, right? Um Weird situation last week, but Trubisky, as of right now, we have projected in, but that could change going forward unless I miss something. Do we know? Does it matter who's quarterbacking Pittsburgh? It might. The Trubisky pick sixes aren't going to help our under. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I mean, you think, that's where uh, I'm at. I'm under 37 and a half. I'm going to ride that out. Yeah. Pickett currently questionable. He was concussed, and then he came back in the game. 
and he wasn't touched, and then he left the game with a concussion after that. It was very weird. Uh, some shadiness may have happened, and then we'll see what happens going forward. But I guess if you want the under, you prefer Pickett over Trubisky? I'm not sure who you prefer. It's a, it's Neither's great at this point. I don't think it matters. I think their offense, is, uh, it operates close to the same with either one of those quarterbacks. Uh, maybe Pickett makes a few less picks, and yeah. that's what I'd be worried about. Trubisky and his little pick six problem. But So maybe Pickett then. Game management. Cowboys are in Jacksonville. They're laying four and a half. The Jags have been playing better of late. 47 and a half is the total here. What is our, uh, you know, we have a strong lead as far as Dallas at the Jags. Over. Is Dallas just going to keep scoring 40 points a week? Can't wait to watch them and the Eagles play. And then it's going to be like a 13 to 10 game. And everybody's going to be expecting it to score like 70. They're already talking smack. I'm not sure if you've paid attention to stuff like that, but, uh, a lot of smack talk out there. I think they're playing next week, if I'm not mistaken. It's going to be fun. Is that a look-ahead game? Is that is that real? Is that something that we just manufacture? Um, yeah, it, it, it is next week. It could be because they're literally going to be probably playing for the bye and the division. Philadelphia – well, Dallas would definitely need it. Philadelphia currently up by two on Dallas. 12-1, uh, and one, Dallas 10-3. and three. So, for sure, Dallas would need the game. Um, yeah, we'll see how, what it's where they're at going forward. But hey, we care about this week and this week only. And this game specifically, as far as Dallas at Jacksonville, Jacksonville still uh, they still got a chance, puncher's chance, I suppose, to make the playoffs. They've been putting up points too, three and zero to the over in their last three games. So I, I like the fact that they're going to punch back and they're going to put up some points. So this could end up being a, a over fifty. So I like the over forty-seven and a half. Yeah, uh, I was going to mention this. Uh, this is the number one game as far as projected plays. Um, both these teams play fast. 138 projected plays. So this does feel like a, an over game. Um, I like it as well. 47 and a half, is that what you have it at? Yes. All right, let's move on. Arizona and Denver. I, I was staring at this one. I just could not believe. Like, if you told me this game was 38, 36 and a half. I'm like, what happened? This is... This is the game. It's 36 and a half, Arizona versus Denver. But then this is the world we live in right now. Uh, Broncos are three-point favorites. We're assuming it's going to be Mark Rippon under center. Uh, that's the way it seems, at least. I'm not Mark Rippon. Mark Sprett's dad. Uh, shout out. <laughs> Remember Mark Rippon back in the day? Uh, I Rippen. do. That's why I was just nodding my head. I just went right along with the Rippon thing. <laughs> Might as well be Mark Rippon. Uh, and Colt McCoy on the other side for Arizona. This is a... I don't watch this one, even if you bet on it. You have to have a lot of money wagered on it, and even then you're just torturing yourself. But uh, it's going to be some bad football, right? 100%. I think you covered everything. Uh, bad quarterbacks, more bad quarterbacks, bad offenses, more bad offenses. Uh, the Arizona defense is, is nowhere near as good as the Broncos, but the Broncos just can't score, and I'm not sure they're ever getting it together. I, I don't know. I think their best option is probably just to – start running the ball more and not really chuck it around. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Are, are they going to just throw Hail Marys and really try and put up points? Uh, I thought something weird was going to happen last week. It definitely did. Uh, was that an offensive performance that you want to hang a hat on? Absolutely not. They got three touchdowns in like five minutes on some fluky stuff and then still didn't do anything the rest of the game. This is an under, again, under 37 and a half, taking it. I just love how you're advising the Broncos to hand the ball off the 32-year-old Latavius Murray. As like that, that's, that's the their fault for having 32 year old. I'll at this point just chuck it to Mike Boone and let him run. I like playing those <laughs> over perception props until they get out of the single digits. 
It's so, it's so, so bad. I think Russ did finally get 12 touchdowns, so he has more touchdowns in bathrooms. I think he finally got that. So good for him. I don't know if you were following that uh, the, that Twitter account or that Instagram account. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the the BM one for sure. <laughs> so shout out to, to Russ for finally getting more, or at least he equaled the number of touchdowns in the season that he has bathrooms in his household. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about. Um, oh, oh, I thought got- it was uh, how many times he took a poop after he said he was like going to make his body so efficient that he was only going to poop once a week. So I thought they were counting, you know, like one p.m. a week versus your what? touchdowns, and you're, you've all, you've got back to even. That's not what we were talking about here. They're just all <laughs> bathrooms in the house. No, no, no. It's, there's somebody has like a chart. Like they they, they chart it every single week. They compare bathrooms in his house versus touchdowns that he's thrown and bathrooms yeah, I, I, the entire year and finally i thought I it was he, I, I thought it was bms for sure oh you know who'd be good at that is uh kim jong-un i believe he's never he's never pooped on record i don't know much if you've heard that <laughs> fact kind of the fairly uh you know it's a, it's a trustworthy source uh source there it's uh, north korea all right we shall move on uh new england versus the raiders raiders are giving up one point in the dome at home 44 and a half is the total. Uh, yeah, another one you probably shouldn't watch. What do you got as far as the Pats at the Raiders? It's funny you say that we shouldn't watch it. This is another one I don't really want to put any money on. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Uh, everybody's been trending to the under, uh, but we're in the dome. The totals may be a little low for the dome. It's already in the low 40s. The Raiders give up points. The Patriots could score some points. Uh, do we have... Injury report is uh, Stevenson going to be out this week still. I don't know that that is the other guy also going to be out. That would, that could knock them down a little bit. Yeah, they're both currently still questionable. We don't know. Um, Harris, you're talking about. I, I think Harris yeah. looks like it's a little more positive than Stevenson. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, and Jacobs, I believe, is either practicing or he had like a limited practice. He should be fine and good. Limited practice uh, for for Josh Jacobs. Yeah, it's for what it's worth. New England's four one and one against the spread on the road. Um, and Belichick is a good coach, but yeah, it's just spreads close. The game's close. All the lines are kind of close. Just pass this one. We got other games to bet on. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't like this game. Titans versus the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are, I mean, they have offensive weapons back this uh, this week at least. They're they're basically at full staff. Well. I know they've lost Lyman. They've lost everybody. But as far as the, the position players that people know, uh, that they should be good to go there. They're laying three points at home versus the Titans. We don't know about uh, Titans receiver Traylon, Traylon Burks. He's still in concussion protocol. It seems if I had to make a call, I'm guessing he's not going to play because he hasn't practiced all week again. He's not passed his concussion stuff. And they are super, super thin, the Titans they are, as far as receivers. They also lost their backup running back, too, for what it's worth. Uh, 46 and a half is the total here. Chargers, Titans, what's our lean? Uh, it's going to be an under. I've been playing the Titans under pretty much every week also. They're one of those teams that give up 16, only score 16. How we came out with like a 70-point shootout last week, whatever. It was an anomaly. Let's chalk that up as a loss. We lost that one in like the first quarter. I was like, wow, just smashed it. Um, <laughs> so if I, I might wait a sm- I'd love to get a 47, but I'll take the 46 and a half right now. I just, uh, the Chargers, 
I think are going to pass the ball a lot. And it doesn't just make sense because of their personnel. Uh, the Titans are a pass funnel. They're really, really good against the rush. So if the Chargers are savvy, I think they're just going to throw the ball a ton, um, which I don't know if that – I think that probably doesn't help the, the under, uh, you know, clockwise. But we'll see. We'll see what they do. But I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. And um, they're supposed Tennessee to have- does what Tennessee does, though. They're, they're going to run, and they're going to hold the ball, and they're going to try and slow down the game because that's how they win. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that Tennessee, there's no secret. They just want to smash Henry, and that's that. Like, they can't really – again, if Burks doesn't go, we're looking at, like, Robert Woods and, like, NWI. And, you know, I know Chig's coming on the tight end. He's a talented guy. But it's there's not a lot of pieces in the passing game. And they, I guess you're right. They, they probably – ideally, they want to have, like, that nine-minute drive, like 12 plays, and just Henry smashing six yards at a time, which they certainly can do. But, all right, we shall uh, we shall move on. Uh, we got the Bengals, the Bengals versus Tampa. Tampa is getting three and a half points at home versus Cincy. 43 and a half is the total. Tom Brady, he's the quarterback for the Bucs. Uh, we on Tom Brady and the Bucs? Never. 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 <laughs> Unless it's an under, which actually it is. Um, so basically every week with the Tampa Bay, their offense is putrid. Their defense is uh, good enough. And it's also the only way that they can hang on to a game is by having a good defensive performance. They still need to win or they're going to lose this division to Carolina, which is amazing to say at this point, but it's possible. Um the Bengals are a good team. They're 18 and 3 against the spread in their last 21, 13 and 4 and 1 to the under in their last 17. Sorry, that's 18. That was bad math. Tampa Bay's 10 and 2 to the under and 1 9 and 1 against the spread this year. Nah, can't do it. We're going to take the Bengals minus 3.5 and, and the under 44.5 and, and watch a dead game. Well, this news just came in, not terribly important, but just as, as far as the Broncos and Cardinals. Uh, Broncos receivers, both Cortland Sutton and Kendall Hinton, uh, still not practicing. So, yeah, Latavius Murray, 22 carries. Here we go. Uh, the Giants, the G-Men, they're in Washington. Washington's laying four and a half. The total uh, is 40 and a half. Giants finally, they got outed as being frauds, you know, about a month ago, and they've certainly uh, held up to that accusation. Uh, you know, both still fighting, both still, you know, with the chance. They have positive records. Giants, Washington, divisional game. What do we have here? Did you watch this last game between these two? Remind me what happened. I possibly did. Probably. It ended 20 to 20 at the end of overtime in a tie after the over under was 40 and a half and we squeaked out a W. (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, I do remember this. I remember this. Uh, I remember watching it on Red Zone. Yeah. So this was also a game that week that I had played a tie-tie, which is one of my favorite things to do with these um, these teams that are going to be lower scoring in divisional matchups. I, I like to get to halftime at a tie score, and then hopefully it just ends up at a tie later and we get some overtime. Those things are like 100 to 1. You don't have to smack many of them in a season to make it worth it. But you bet it's tied at the half and tied at the end of three or the end of four? End of four. So it went to overtime, so I cashed already. I didn't need it to tie oh. at the end of overtime. How much as long as it goes to overtime, you hit it. You hit it. It was ninety-five to one this week, but they started a hundred if you can get them early. Yeah, and obviously, certain games like Kansas City, Houston's not going to be like you're not going to bet tie yeah, tie on that. We don't. We don't. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, but uh, maybe like Detroit and the Jets would be another one I'd look at this week. Um, yeah, maybe Buffalo, Miami. Even though the spreads a little bit, if we're going to have a snow game, I mean that thing could end up being zero zero three three. Who knows? 
You don't want to bet. Uh, the, I'm guessing you don't want to bet like on coaches that are analytically inclined that are going to go for two and that kind of stuff to muck it up. Have you thought about it's that? It's a hundred to one, Dean. Well, I, I'm just. To look, one. I'm thinking of edges because, like, what was the Chargers could have went for one and then they could have went to overtime earlier this year. And I think they went for two. Was it the Chargers? I think it was. They went for two at the at the buzzer. I think there's only like eight eight games a week that actually have a tie tie option, and over the last four weeks, there's been one. There's at least been one every every other week. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I was just thinking like a, a way to like, you know, uh, break it down even further, but I guess it's just so, like, it's a hundred to one. This game. <laughs> this, game, this game was tied and very close the entire time tied at halftime tied at the end tied at the end of overtime. Why are we getting the giants plus four? Just because the commanders are at home. I mean, these two teams aren't great. These defenses are going to want to slow each other down. Uh, this game I think is going to be they, – they both want to win. Uh, both of these teams are going to want to win. I like kind of like the under, but at this point, with everything being sort of a back-and-forth game that we just watched the other week, I'll take I'll take the Giants plus the four-and-a-half right now. Yeah, Washington uh, certainly they're, – they're both positioned decent chance to get in the playoffs. Giants at 45%, Washington at 73%. This game, of course, would say a lot uh, as far as those percentages going forward. But I agree with you. Just take the points. Uh, you know, give, give me the four-and-a-half, right? I'll take it. Yeah, and they pinned that total right where the last one was, and that was that one won by the hook, so there's no reason to give that back. So, you know, George Costanza taught us we're supposed to finish strong. Uh, the Monday night game is the Rams at the Packers. Um, the Packers, uh, frozen tundra, it's going to be cold, shocker. It's going to be cold Monday night, uh, are facing the Rams out of the dome. They're getting six and a half points. The total is 39 and a half. There's not going to be a lot of plays. I think we talked about this on pre-show and you're outstanding, but I, I, I wouldn't hate it under. I don't think I hate on under here. It's the only thing that makes any sense. Uh, LA 10 and five to the under 03 and one against the spread on their last four away. Green Bay is two and four against the spread at home at Lambeau. They're just not the same team that they used to be. Uh, they have, they have gone four and zero to the over in their last four, but do you think we're getting uh, the same Baker we saw on two days prep? Because when you give the guy a full week prep, he doesn't play like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for him, I guess. Uh, a little career resurrection, but it's a different environment here to, to play on the road here versus Green Bay. And I know Green Bay kind of stinks, but it's still a tough place to play. On a Monday night, it's going to be cold. I know Roth wrote it up as well. Um Temperatures around 10 to 15 degrees. Light breeze. Like The breeze is really what matters a ton, but just – is Baker Mayfield a? Is he like a West Coast guy? I feel like he is. Am I wrong to say that? You know, sounds uh, right. But He's I got not a great deep thrower. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, as far as like, did he grow up in the elements or not so much? Like, he's he stunk oh. in Cleveland. No, I thought uh, he was from Texas or something, Oklahoma. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't have his you know birth track record, but I, I I'm not banking on Baker Baker Mayfield all of a sudden with a career resurrection, and if it happens. Like, he doesn't really have any pieces to do it with. It's not necessarily his fault, right? Like, the guys that are around him, no running game, no offensive line. I, I, uh, I'm I, not banking on it, for the record. It's not clear. But Yeah. Uh, I'll take this under 40 here, though. This line's going to keep moving down. It'll probably get to 37 shortly. I mean, that's – yeah, if you could steal three points, that's pretty good. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll take the under 40. I didn't originally have one. I was going to abstain from Monday night. Can we start flexing Monday night games? Why don't we just have like two Monday night games at the end of the year and then like can just pick the good one? You know, it's a good idea. Um, there's 
television contracts, and unfortunately, you know, they kind of mucks the whole thing up. But uh, yeah, it's it's. I don't know why we don't do that, but well, I guess that's the reason why because the television contracts and networks and everybody's got a piece. Like everybody's got their own showcase. Even Amazon's got you know. Uh, so there's different places to watch games, and that's the reason. Um, we got four nights of football coming up. Tomorrow's the only day off. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, and Monday. But I mean, come on, you're not watching the Monday night. I mean, I mean you got to be a really hardcore. You're gambling in this game. Fanduel's got a $250 promo that's going every day from now through Monday, and it turns out on Monday that's going to be the only game going. So there'll be some action for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll be watching basketball probably. Unders, start taking all the unders. <laughs> so I'm just going to stack like every under in the game and hope it's a dud. You know what you can watch on Monday night is boogie nights. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, well, I might have to get that one done before Monday. Oh man, I'm telling you, you're going to be like, uh, I, I, well. Yeah. Do, do we have a bet this week? Is there anything we disagreed on? Uh, I don't know, but I had some favorites. I like so I like the see. Jets. I don't want to bet against Detroit, but I like the Jets. I guess my conviction games, if you want to go against me, would be I really like that under in uh, New Orleans and Atlanta, and I really like my double barrel uh, bet on the Bengals versus the Bucks. If you wanted to take any of the opposite sides of those, those are probably my favorites. I don't like actively disagree with those. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with something. Is there anything else we'll come up with? Are we, we going to keep this sick, this bit going as far as the, the show bet? Because I'm hot. You, you want to get your revenge, I assume. You, you, got a, you got a game we want to go against each other on? That's the problem. I feel like we might be on the same side of a lot of things this week. Yeah. Um, under, I'll take under Green Bay. I'll take uh, – you know what? I think the – man, I was going to lay three. The Chargers lay in three. But they, every game they <laughs> – it's like a two or three point game with the Chargers. It seems like um, I'll take the over in the Chargers game. How about that? Shit. All right, we'll do that one. <laughs> didn't Didn't you say you went under? I thought you went under. I do. I, I have the under forty six and a half. It's just not like one of. It's probably going to end up in the loss column if you know what I mean. It's not one of my favorite bets. <laughs> well, it's one that I didn't, even, I didn't even have it written down before the show. We just talked ourselves into it while we were going through that game. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to bully you into a pick you don't want to have. So, uh, um, I just I I slightly I like the Chargers and I like the over a little bit, which you know I'm just kind of a Chargers homer. I just I think you know I'm a big fan of Herbert. I like that offense in general. They feel like they're underachievers though mostly, but um, I think they put up a big score this week, and I think they're they're sharp enough to just pass all over the place against the Titans. I think. I'd feel better if the Titans were at home for sure. Yeah, well then I wouldn't be betting this. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, I want the Chargers in certain time zones, and I need and a lot of restrictions when I when I bet the Chargers. But maybe we'll figure it out off air. We've we've kept the people long enough. Ryan, tell the people where they can find you, and they can get your picks, get more in depth stuff. Uh, you know, tell them where they can find you on the old interwebs. Uh, you can find me over at Scores and Odds, where I'm posting some plays every day. We're getting out of the football season. I'm starting to get in there with some hockey, some basketball. Um, everybody else in there is really cooking. I think we had 900 bets placed in. Uh, the month of November and everybody came out with a winning record, which is amazing. That that's an incredible amount of wagers right there in a 30 day time period. You can find me on Twitter, Insta everywhere at dude, PA. Yeah. You know what? You're still, you're tweeting out your, uh, your, your uh, food photos. You took my advice. <laughs> we want to know what you're having for dinner. The people want to know such things. It's important. I know, right. You're about to get the to go boxes that I'm eating here at the coffee table while watching the games. That's coming next. <laughs> That's at Ryan Reed. No, no, it's Ryan Reed at DudeManPod. I'm at DFS underscore Almanac. Do follow all the content over at Scores and Odds. 
This was Behind the Lines, Week 15, presented by Scores and Odds, in conjunction with, sure, Roto-Grinders. That's Ryan. That was Dean. Producer Devin behind the metaphorical glass. Win something this week. Take something down. Thanks for watching. We're out of here. Holler. Good luck. Wow.